You can listen to his preaching. He called it seven things I would do if I was to marry again. Yeah. And it's at, you listen to it, you, 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 you'll be amazed. He was talking about choosing somebody. How many points do you have of an anointed person's life? Only four. Oh, it's too few. Number five. An anointed person must be as perfect as possible. <laughs> Leviticus 21 verse 17. As perfect as possible, as good. Leviticus 21 verse 17. He says, speak to Aaron. Whoever he be of thy seed in their generation that has any blemish, let him not approach to offer the bread of his God. That's why the Bible says a bishop must be blameless. So from today, you must try to be as perfect as possible in every area, academic, Try to finish your school. One time is down. Nobody can talk about it. If it's master's, you have to finish it. If it's PhD, finish it. Every area, academic, housework, be as perfect if you want to be anointed. You see, it must be without blemish. So you must ask a, a man of God in the making or an anointed priest in the making what are the areas? Academic, you have cleared it. Domestic, you have cleared it. Cooking, you must know how to cook. You can't be there. You don't know how to make jollof. When you make jollof, it is like stew rice. you. Be as perfect as possible. Learn how to bake at least meat pies or cupcakes and what a rock bands and what else? Donuts. Spring rolls. People are shouting. You can't be there as a lady without skills. So try, you will not be perfect, but you try. An anointed lady doesn't have a husband who is dissatisfied. The husband will be saying, you know, since I met you, my life has... One husband was telling me, he said, me, I don't know what I'll do if my wife dies. He said, my life depends on my wife. Yes, he said, I cannot even imagine it. He said, my whole life depends on her. I, I only know how to live with her. I need her. It's like a third arm. Yes. Somebody said, I love two people, God and my wife. Yes. I love two people, God and my wife. That is what your husband should be saying. And not that he is hungry in the house. So every area of your life must be as perfect as possible. You must advance it as far as possible. You must know how to dress. You cannot dress like a buffoon in the house. 
Some of you, if we see you in the house, we wouldn't recognize you. One day I was on a plane with a woman who removed her wig and I think she removed some of the things on the face, I think for the flight. I didn't know who it was. Yes. It was later that we saw her. <laughs> Is it you? Is it you? You know the person, but you can't be, the, the difference is not just like a slight downgrade or an upgrade. Like it's a contrast. It's like a monkey to a human being. Some of you, when you take off your wig, you look like a monkey. Okay, I, okay, it's between me and you. Don't tell anybody I told you, but when you go to there, go and look in the mirror and see. The change is like from a human to a monkey. And I stand by my word. I stand by my word. I am not retreat from it. But let me say it again. I say that some of you, when you remove your weight, the transformation is like from a human to a monkey. Is it true or it's not true? Minky. So, brothers, you must do your work well. When we send people on the mission field, it's those who are hardworking here. Hardworking. They are the ones. Those who, you give them work to do. Do this, do they, they do it well. Those are the people that do well in the ministry. Because a bishop must be blameless. Every area, you are on time. You work hard. You finish the work. You are a finisher. Mike Medock said, if you want to get something done, give it to a woman. He said, all the people that he works with, it's women that get things done for him. They are the best people that he has. Doesn't, if he wants really something, it will be a woman that will do it for him. I heard it this morning also. This morning I heard it. What I'm, all these comments I'm making, I'm telling, I heard them this morning. I can give you the, message, the same message. A man, you cannot finish any project that is given to you. They say lock, you can't lock. Things get missing under you. Money is stolen under you. No work can be given to you that you, it, will, it will be done well. So I, I'm anointed. After me, I'm going on the mission field. I'm going on the mission field. To do what over the, the mission field? You go for 10 years and come back with nothing. Many people have gone and achieved nothing through laziness. Many people are just downright lazy. Don't work hard and not perfect in other aspects of life. That's why even you did the course that you did in school. You couldn't, you were not serious. You couldn't get a good course. You got a non-specific course to do in school. Just joined together archaeology and some other non-related something and put it together and said social, whatever. And even that one, you had almost second, second uh, deeper. Second deeper. That's below the lower. Below the lower. Now, 
Number six, an anointed person must not be spiritually blind. It says in verse 18, who whatsoever man he be that has a blemish, he shall not approach a blind man or a lame or he that has a flat nose or anything superfluous or a man that is broken-footed or broken-handed or a crook-backed or a dwarf that has a blemish in his eye or be scurvy or scarred or has his stones, that's his balls, broken. He cannot be a priest. <laughs> hey! So, as you must be, not be blind. That's number seven. That means you must, no, that's number six. You must have visions and dreams. And you must be able to interpret your visions and dreams. You can't be spiritually blind if God, you want God to use you. Number seven, he says that he, a lame person cannot go. A lame person. Now, following God involves movement. So people who say, I can't be sent here. We can't send you here. Lazy, lazy bones. Can't work, can't move. Go here, work in this department, work in this place, work here, do this here. Nobody can send you because you are lame. Because we don't send cripples or people that are lame. Hey, go and catch this, go and come. We rather leave them. So when you are unsendable on a mission, it means you are lame. That is why the anointing doesn't work. Because you don't anoint lame people. How many of you can be sent? Can be sent and when you go, you will do the percentages, you will work hard, you will, you will build the church, you will do the things that you've been taught. You will rise up and build a mega church according to the what is in the book mega church or what is in the book church growth. You can't be sent. You will not follow the instructions because you are lame. And that's why he said, don't anoint a lame person because he cannot be sent. He won't do what you want. As I'm preaching now, before church started, I sent somebody to do something. Specific things. The person has gone to do what I want. And will, will miss the service because he's doing mission exactly something very specific. There are some people you can't send them. You will not obey any of the things. You come back and tell us, that, oh, the people at that place, they are like this. They are, some, they are not some way. They are ordinary people just like you. But you are the one who is unsendable. You are lame. So we won't send you. When you see a cripple, just run and get me this. That's cruelty. Make yourself a sender. How do you make yourself sendable? By being mobile and being obedient to follow the exact instructions that you are given. That's when somebody will always choose you to send you on a mission. Sensitive things, important things. When you go say this, this, and that. We know that you can negotiate. You can speak. You can be asked to go and do ABC. You can be asked to go and talk about something. Why should you say that it's only a, a, a lady you can send? Because many of the guys are too proud to follow instructions. They're too big. When you say, do this, they will not do that. They will do something on the side. One time I had an architect on my side, an experienced architect. He came to work on the side. For the, at the point I said, leave the side, please. Don't come here. You are confusing the work here. Your presence, because you don't do what I want. The person who does what I want is here, and your presence is confusing that work. 
Don't come here again. Don't come here. That's why you, I had, you hardly see me working with an architect. Tech, tech trained architects. Hardly, you ever hardly see me working with any architect. Number eight, a flat nose. You must not have a flat nose. So when your nose is flat, it means you can't smell. It means you are not sensitive to things. So an anointed person must be spiritually sensitive. Amen. Yes. Listen, you must sense the power and sense the anointing and sense the grace of God. It's not everything in spiritual things that will be told to you, this is what it means. When Elijah came on Elisha, he just threw his garment on him. Did, did he have a meeting with him? I explained to you, you know, God has called me and God spoke to me yesterday. And you are supposed to sense what it means. As soon as Elisha felt the mantle coming on him, he knew that, hey, Elijah never told him, kill your oxen. Elijah never told him, leave your job. Elijah never told him anything. He knew what it meant. Why do we have to have a meeting with you for you to understand everything? It's because your nose is flat. You are not sensitive to the move of the spirit. And that's why you see people standing up at the wrong time, doing wrong things at the wrong time in a church service because they have flat noses and are not spiritually sensitive. You see, if you are spiritually sensitive, you will sense the different colors on the coat that I'm wearing. You see different colors and different types of anointing on the same person. You see that he's doing this, he's doing this, he's doing this, he's doing this, he's doing this. There are different things, different anointings. But when you are not sensitive, you'll be sitting there like a, a cow. Have you preached to a calf before? No. Come to Mampong, I'll give you a cow to preach to. I've preached to a cow before. He never said amen. He continued chewing. No matter the, how powerful my preaching was, I said amen. Hallelujah. Nyah, 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 nyah. God is very good. Nyah, nyah. Give your life to Jesus. I led the cow to Christ. He never said amen. He never said I received Jesus. He just continued chewing his grass in England. He doesn't understand what is happening. From today, understand what, what is happening. One day I was having a meeting with some people and I was sitting there and one of the sisters was there. She told the person, do you, do you understand what he's saying? She said to him, what he's saying, when he said, do you think that this, would you like this? He said, what he's telling you, would you like, that is the instruction. That's how he instructs and he commands. He asks questions. Try to be sensitive to see. The question he's asking you is the instruction that he's giving you. He's asking, would you like to have this? Have you thought of this? He said, that, that thing that he said, have you thought of it? That is the instruction. But you are so dull, sensitive, wise. You are so dull. You can't see that that question is the way he prophesies. You can't see that the preaching is a prophecy. Because a flat nose cannot sense a lot of things. And when you are anointed, eh, he said all these people should not be anointed. When you see that the nose is flat, don't anoint him. When you see that he's lame and you can't send him, don't anoint him. When you see that uh, he's, he's removed, there is no covering, don't anoint him. When you see this characteristic, don't anoint the person. The anointing will be wasted. 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 Amen. Are you listening? Number nine. 
an anointed person must not have excesses, superfluous. What does superfluous mean? Huh? I don't know. Superfluous. Nobody wants to volunteer. Superfluous means more than is sufficient, more than is required and necessary. So you mustn't have extra many things in your life. It's not necessary. Many things are not necessary. Yeah. You see people have 17 cars. You have 20 this. You have all this. It's useless. Number 10. An anointed person must be able to go anywhere and do anything. So he said in verse 21, chapter 21, verse 18, an anointed person must not be broken-footed or broken-handed. No broken foot and broken hand. When your hand is broken, can you use it? You can't do certain things because you are not. You've got a broken hand. Do you know the number of things that I do? So many things. I'm involved in building. I'm involved in music. But you can't be involved in music. Why not? There is nothing you can do. God is looking for people whose hands are not broken in the spirit. Whatever you give them, they say, we'll do it. We'll do it. You can't sweep. You can't clean. You can't clean toilet. You can't clean toilet. Why can't you clean toilet? I said, why can you not clean church toilet? There's nothing wrong. Say can. can. Say can. can. Say also can. also can. Yes. You can help with security. You can help with everything. Whenever I see somebody who has restrictions, oh, I, I don't do this, I can't do this, I don't do this, I'm like this. Immediately I said, this is not a person for the anointing. Broken foot, broken hand. Can't do, can't go. Can't move, can't you, can't do. Can't build, can't plant grass. When I was first wanting to plant grass in Mampong, I couldn't get humble people to plant. I called my carpenter. I called him, I said, come, plant grass for me here. He said, yes, Papa. And he, the carpenter, planted the grass. I used a carpenter to plant grass, a humble carpenter. But the big shots, they wouldn't, couldn't plant grass. I called him. I said, yes, yes, Papa. I can do it. He organized grass planting. Why can't you plant grass? Broken foot, broken hand. Can't do, can't go. He says, put the scripture there. He said, him that is broken footed or broken handed. You can't be in a culinary stars. That's why you can't be an anointed pastor's wife. And these days, you see, the, the boys, they, struggle, they will take time before they marry you. Yeah, their eyes have opened. They walk with you. When you start raising your voice, you say, don't raise your voice. You didn't hear the Mike Medoc this message we heard today. So don't raise your, raise your voice. You get a Mike Medoc moment. <laughs> Check your neighbor's hand and leg whether it's broken-footed or broken-handed. You can't do this. You can't do that. You can't dance. You can't this. Amen. Do you know that if I have to dance in the dancing stars, I will learn how to dance and dance? Oh, yes. It just, I mean, it just has to be important for me to do. I will learn it. Hmm. 
Once I know that it's important, I'll, I'll, I'll learn it. I'll practice. Can. Everybody say, can do. Also can. Yes. Broken foot, broken hand. Can you imagine you marry a wife? She can't do so many things. You marry a man, he can't work. Hmm. Sheesh. Number 11. An anointed person must not stop growing. You can't stop growing. You can't stop growing. Leviticus 21, verse 18. He says, you shall not approach a crook-backed or a dwarf. Dwarfs cannot be anointed. What is a dwarf? A dwarf is somebody who has stopped developing. He was growing like this. And when he got to this place, he seized. Crook backed. Dwarf. He stopped at three feet. You can never tell me that you are stopping growing. Which growing? I am growing and you are not growing. How old are you? Do you know how many years I've been preaching since I was 16? I've been preaching for 40 years. And you've stopped growing. You've stopped learning. You've stopped developing. God doesn't anoint dwarfs. A dwarf is somebody who has seized and stopped developing and stopped learning. You develop up to this point and stop. Film stars, you can't stop developing. It must develop and grow. That's when the anointing is on you. Amen. You see that the thing is changing. It's modifying. It's improving. It's not the same thing all the time. And the music. And the singing. And the preaching. And everything must develop. He said if the... He sent Aaron with the oil. Go and anoint you of the priest. But if he's a dwarf, don't anoint him. If he has stopped growing, if he doesn't read his Bible anymore, if he doesn't listen to messages anymore, if he stopped reading the word and stopped growing, do not anoint him. Do not anoint. Do not anoint him. Don't. You know, one day I was in a Tulsa, Oklahoma, and Kenneth Hagin was about to preach, 83 years old. And I saw him reading his Bible, checking something. And I was wondering to myself, Papa Hagin, what are you checking? 83. You have preached, the whole world has gathered at your feet to listen to you. What again are you checking? He was checking. He would check here, then he would go back and he, you know, he wasn't using an iPad. He was using a, a real Bible. He would check, go back, forward, check, and he, a brown Bible, brown case. I was wondering, what again? But you see, God does not anoint dwarfs. Crook-backed. What's a crook-backed? Check your dictionary, crook-backed. Hunchback. Have you stopped having a quiet time? I thank God for the greater love people because the greater love people, they've been Christians for a long time and they, they still want to grow. That's why they've joined the First Love Church. Yes. I wonder if when you are their age, you will join a First Love Church. If a, a, a new church starts called New Love, New Love Church, I wonder if you, First Love, will join New Love Church. As Greater Love Club members. <laughs> huh? Yes. 
Never stop learning. Never stop developing. Never stop listening to the music. Never stop growing. Don't stop it. You hurt yourself. You hurt yourself. We are developing. We never had denominations. We are developing. We never had... I was in a camp last week. White people, plenty. English people in the church now. We never had that before. Singing Ida songs. They sing, it, they sing Ida songs like a hymn. Well, you have some people here sitting at the back wondering whether it's necessary. They are singing it like a hymn over there. That's why we stamp you out. We are going to clean. I'm going to bring a hoover for the back row. I'll suck you with a suction from there. You see, once you stop growing, something is wrong. One day I went somewhere, the pastor came to me and told me, I want you to help me with my daughter. I said, what is your daughter? What is wrong with you? The daughter is like this, very short. She said, she's, she's 18 years old. I wanted you to see if there can be done something. Everybody will be worried when you stop growing. And God is worried when you stop growing. From today, everybody who has stopped listening to podcasts, you, you, after we close, remind me, we are doing Podcast Corner. Everybody, you must know how to connect to podcasts, how to listen to preaching again. If you listen to this preaching again, you will pray for not less than two hours because I'm preaching for about two hours. Yes. You will by all means pray. The thing will be on and you are praying. You cannot say that you will not be affected spiritually. It's not possible. Just as I was praying and I was listening to Mike Medock preaching, you also be praying and listening to some of these messages. And you see that you are developing. You are developing. You are developing. How many do you have? Twelve. An anointed person must not have unhealed wounds. Unhealed wounds. Leviticus 21 verse 18. Whoever he is that has a blemish shall not approach. Whether he has scurvy. Yes, scurvy. All right. Verse 18. Verse 20. A crook backed or a blemish in his eye, or scurvy, or be scabbed. Scabbed, it means wounded, sore, or has his stones broken. Hey, stone as testicles. We'll come to the testicle just now. Are you there? What wounds do you have in your life? Let them be healed. If you have homosexual wounds, and you have been wounded sexually, where you are now interested in the same sex, which is what the Bible calls sodomy. It's, you have been hurt, but you must be healed. A person who is not healed of a problem cannot be anointed. If you were more treated when you were a child, you have to be healed of it. If you've slept with thousand girls so that now you can't see a girl and be normal, you have to be healed of that one too. I hope you understand. Whatever experience you have had, as you have been developing, you must let yourself be healed. Otherwise, your life will be based on your sickness, based on your wound. Even your preaching will be based on your wounds. 
the wounds of your life. Everybody is wounded. Everybody is wounded. But you are supposed to be healed. Whatever wounds you see you've experienced in your life, hurt, broken hearts, bad experiences, whatever wounds you have, those wounds, the Bible says that don't anoint somebody. When you come with the anointing, you see a cut, don't pour the oil on that person. Go back. Let the person be healed. If it's broken hand, don't anoint. It can't work. If it's broken foot, he can't go. Don't anoint him. If he's got a wound that's not healing, don't anoint the person. Make sure your wounds are healed. Some of you, the houses you came from, you are wounded. Your temp temperament and your personality is wounded. Maybe your father wounded you. Maybe your relationship with your father is a blemish and a wound in your soul. Please, you need to recover from it. You need to recover from it. Girls are hurt by boys so badly. And if your mother had been telling you, don't trust a man. A man is a dog. A man is an animal. A man is this. A man is unfair. Be healed of that thing because you are wounded in your soul. If you've been watching it on this kukunjaba and all these other things, you know, listen. Be healed though because a spirit is entering you. You are watching all these things and you see that you are, your, your soul is, is, is changed. Your inside is affected by what you are seeing. I'm preaching about the anointing. I'm preaching about the anointed life. I'm telling you about what is in the anointing. God said, anoint my priest. You'll be a royal priesthood. But when you see a man with a wound that he's not recovering from, don't anoint him. Are you listening? Maybe you've grown up stealing. You are a thief. Because that's all you've done. Please be healed of it. Amen. One day I called somebody. He stole something from me and I knew he stole. I called him. I said, whatever you want, I will give you. Don't steal. I don't want you to be called a thief. And I don't want you to steal. If there's anything you ask me, I will give you. Just so that you will not be called a thief. I don't want you to be a thief. Don't steal the church money. Don't steal your money. Don't grow up stealing. Don't grow up lying. Be healed of these things. Some of you, you just tell lies. You say when you are filling a form, you feel that you must always lie. Even your age, you change your age. This, you lie. Everything. Where were you born? One day somebody asked me. They were filling a form for me. He said, place of birth. And he asked me, what should, what should I write? I said, this is where I was born. You write where I was born. Who can't change where I was born? Some of us have grown up as chronic liars. And we are wounded. If your enos is wounded by homosexuality, be healed of it. You can recover. Amen. I don't think I can recover because I think that the feelings that I've been getting is, is, a, is, is a desirability. I need it very much. <laughs> Look. Let me tell you something. No matter what you like, you can dry yourself out of it. If you've grown up. I used to eat corned beef stew all the time. But when I did corned beef change, something in me said, this thing is not good. So I dried myself out. If today I don't eat that thing, it's the power of God. <laughs> it's true because it's a taste. It's a taste I developed. It's a taste I developed. I learned how to eat it. And I had to... 
dry out of it. So maybe you've learned how to do certain things. Your body has learned certain things. You can be healed because he said, don't anoint somebody who has a wound that is not healing. God is waiting for the wound to be healed. Then he will pour his oil. One day, one of my pastors, he said, he, he came to see me. He said, Bishop, pray for me. I said, what is it? He said, I had a vision. I said, what vision? He said, I was kneeling down. And suddenly, heavens opened. And a hand appeared in heaven. And the hand had a cup with oil. And then the oil was about to be poured. Then just as the cup was about to be poured, then a voice shouted, Stop! He was so upset. He came to see me. I said, yeah. The Lord was about to anoint you, but he's changed his mind. Yeah. <laughs> he's changed his mind. Maybe he saw one of the saws. He saw the crook backed. Maybe he saw the hunchback. He saw the dwarf. He saw the broken hand. He saw something. Maybe you were unsendable. Unsendable. Unusable. Not growing anymore. Maybe. I don't know. What he saw. And he said, stop. And he said, the hand stopped like this. Stop. Hey. The oil will not be stopped from being poured over you. In Jesus' name. Number 13, quickly. Anointed people must stay in their calling. And then number 14, anointed people cannot go back to the world. Their lives belong to God. Leviticus chapter 10, verse 7. You shall not go out from the door of the tabernacle of the congregation, lest you die. For the anointing oil of the Lord is upon you. You shall not go out. When God anoints you, he anoints you for his house. You are permanently in the house of God. You belong to him. And number 15, anointed people must only be influenced by the Holy Spirit. He said, do not drink strong wine or strong drink, thou nor thy sons with thee, when they go into the tabernacle of the congregation. Only the Holy Spirit must influence you. Money must not influence you. Wine must not influence you. Strong drink must not influence you. Nothing must influence you. Only the Holy Spirit. No wine or drink should be making you jump, making you dance. Some people drink so much, they don't even know. They wake up every day in the house. They don't know how they got to the house. But the Holy Spirit is upon you. What is number one? Put the thing on the screen, please. What is number one? Fifteen restrictions of the anointed. Number one. Can you see it on the screen? Beautiful. How many believe we can have LED screens so that you can see very well in the day and the night? Very, very nice. We're going to have it soon. Amen. Anointed person must... Can, I, can, you, can we read it together? Ready, go. Read it from your notes, please. The one on the screen is for me. But if you don't have it in your notes, you can look on the screen. Ready, go. You can get this in my book, Steps to the Anointing. I'm preaching from my book, Steps to the Anointing. It's in the book. So just get a chapter. It's there. Number two. How many are going to stop having too much to do with the dead? Funeral, too much, too much. No, 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 no. 
Our church has a new beautiful policy. Water only, no travel. Water only, no travel. We don't travel for funerals. We do water only. Yes. We don't, we don't serve rice, jollof, stew, crabs, prasa, uh, this, jollof, banku. We do not. And don't, don't even bring it up. Once the, con- the funeral is controlled by us, it will not happen. It is controlled by your, anybody. They can do it. But for anything that comes from us, it will not come on. Yes. Don't expect it. Number two, must have what? Just like the Methodist church, they said no way keeping. They said today, every day they come up with a rule about funeral. We have also come up with our rules. We are entitled to our own rules and our own culture. Number two, an anointed person must have what? A covering. I can't hear you. Number three. Amen. How many are going to come out decently? Even when you are buying Kilewele, you look like a dignified person who is buying a Kilewele. Beautiful. Number four. The type of... What type of woman are you going to marry? Virgin. Virtuous. 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 Virgins are very few now. We just have some few, few ones left. Number five must be as perfect as possible. Amen. Amen. Number six. How many are going to start seeing visions and dreams? Beautiful. Number seven. immobile. You can't go anywhere, isn't it? Yes. So some of you, we only anointed when you go on a mission. Number eight. An anointed person must be spiritually sensitive. That is what? No flat nose. You, you can't sense things that are happening. How many can sense that God is speaking to you today? Can you sense it? You must be able to sense that God is speaking. Yes. Number nine. Superfluous. You, you have too many shoes, too many clothes, too many cars, too much of everything. It's not necessary. Too much, isn't it? Yeah. Number ten. And do anything. That's a broken foot and a broken hand. Number eleven. Anointed person must not stop growing. Say, I'm growing. I'm I'm keeping on growing. Number 12. Unhealed wounds. Wow. How many are going to be healed of all your things? Maybe the houseboy slept with you. Or the housegirl slept with you. Or a lady trained you in sex. And you are well trained. Be healed of that in Jesus' name today. How many are receiving healing from your wound? Don't come and complain. So when I was a child, this when I was a, just be healed of it. Everybody has something. When you go into everybody, you'll be shocked what the story the person will tell you. Yes, you'll be shocked. Don't, don't say, oh, my this did this, my cousin did that, the neighbor did this, my friend's mother came here with the child, and my auntie did this, please. Be healed. It's okay. Thank you very much. Be healed. 
Tell your neighbor, just lay hands on her. Be healed. Be healed of all those things here in Jesus' name. Tell the person, you are not a homosexual. Like, please, be healed of that thing in Jesus' name. You cannot be. It's impossible. Tell the person, it's impossible. It is impossible. It's impossible that you'll be a homosexual. It's impossible. What? Be healed of whatever is worrying you in this life in Jesus' name. Amen. Number what? 13. Anointed people must stay in their calling. Are you going to stay in the calling? Are you going to stay in your calling? Do you want Ida to continue singing? Or you want her to move into preaching or into Basenta, into Basenta ministry? <laughs> Culinary stars. Tell your neighbor, please stay in your calling. We know what you are good at doing. Just stay in it. It's a blessing. Amen. Number 14. Anointed people cannot go back to the world. Tell your neighbor, I'm not going back to no world. I'm not going back to no world. I am here to stay. In Jesus' name. Amen. Number 15. Anointed people influenced by a girl. Must be by a girl. Or a boy. Or a friend. Her. One day, a certain wife, she, she confessed to me. She said, I know that I can control my husband. So I can make him do anything I want. Hey. And almost every girl is like that. They know what they can do. Up to a point, they know. True or not true? So brothers, be strong. Even though she's beautiful, be strong. Mike Maddox told, he told one, he told, he said, he told, I, <laughs> Are you listening? I'm telling you what I heard this morning. He was talking to a lady and she started to cry. He told her, listen, none of the things in your toolbox will work for me. You're crying, you're moaning, your face, sulking, making your face. None of those things work on me. Let me make it very clear now. In your toolbox, it doesn't do not work for me. <laughs> wow. <laughs> crying will not work, your face will not work your sulking will not work, nothing will work it doesn't work on me let me make it very clear from the, the word go nothing from your toolbox you can go and listen to that message yourself, I'm sure it's there <laughs> ask the, the nearest lady what do you have in your toolbox <laughs> hey Two boxes, spanners and things. Instead of bringing a spanner, you brought your crying face. And then number what? Oh, only 15 points. Okay, stand to your feet. Let's go. How many enjoy the anointing? Is it a nice topic? Very beautiful, isn't it? Anointing. Yes. Stand to your feet, everybody. Lift your hands and just pray for the Holy Spirit, for the anointing of the Holy Spirit to come upon you. 
Lord, anoint me with the Holy Spirit. Fill me with the Holy Spirit. Thank you for the anointing, for the gifts of the Holy Spirit. Just lift your hand and call on God. Say, Lord, I want to be anointed. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. We give you thanks, Father. We lift our hands. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit.
Take some oil somewhere. Yes, anoint your children, Lord. Sendable children. Jesus. Thank you. Receive the power of the Holy Spirit. A nation of priests you shall be. A royal priesthood. Specially dedicated and anointed for the Lord and his work. Whatever you lack naturally, it is filled up by the power of the Holy Spirit now. You go out of this place empowered with the Holy Ghost to do great things and exploits for the Lord. Nothing you lack will hold you back from today because his power the anointing will make the difference in your life receive it now taking a deep breath and receive the Holy Ghost falling upon you receive it now Shama Shokala Tomara Taba Paloma Kabalamba Sikoko Kalabalabalamba receive it now it's happening to you right now take the power of the Holy Spirit right now is flowing in your life right now. 
name of Jesus. Father, I thank you that you have made a difference to everyone here. We are not going by the name of our earthly family, but we are going by the power of the Holy Spirit. That is what people will know us for. As Jesus was called Jesus Christ the Anointed, people will look at us and call us the Anointed. Thank you. Thank you for making us anointed servants and priests for your kingdom in Jesus' name. And everyone said, Amen. Amen. As every head is bowed and every eye closed for a moment, if you are here and you want to give your life to Jesus Christ, Pastor, pray with me. I want to give my life to Jesus Christ. Raise your hand right now and I'm going to pray with you. Maybe you are not a Christian or you are not born again, but today you want to take God seriously. Seriously. And you want to follow Jesus. If you are here like that, lift your hand like this. Okay, I see your hand, I see your hand. And come to me in the front here very quickly. In fact, run if you can to the front here because I'm going to pray just now, in a moment. Come. Jesus, please forgive me for my sins. I open my heart. I receive Jesus. Say, I receive Jesus as my Savior and my Lord. Please write my name in the book of life. I love you, Jesus Christ. Thank you for saving me. Help me to serve you. Help me to be a Christian. Help me to obey you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Father, for saving me today. In Jesus' name, amen. Hallelujah. God bless you. I'm giving you one of my books. This book, How to Be Born Again and Avoid Hell. When we close, all of you who have this book, please Come to the place, the Fritin Salvation Corner. Come with the book. Please, when you are coming, come with the book and sit over there. One of the pastors is going to come and give you something very important, important information. It's going to change your life. Okay? Father, bless these ones in a mighty way. In Jesus' name. Amen. God bless you. You may go back to your seats and the congregation may be seated. It's time for communion. What a blessing.
So today, there is a blood that has spoken more than any other blood. The blood of the Savior of the world, Jesus. And you are about to receive that blood into your life. It's going to shout at all demons, get away. I said, it's going to shout at all demons, get away from here. It's going to shout at accident, get away from here. It's going to shout at death and all curses. Not here. Not here. And we said, the, the blood of thy brother's blood crieth, crieth unto me. Stand to your feet. Hold your bread. Father, thank you for today's bread. The body of Jesus Christ broken for me. And the blood of Jesus Christ shed for me. Now let a blessing pass to everyone as we receive of the wonderful body and blood of Jesus Christ the Savior. The body of Jesus Christ. blood is going to shout at your mistakes. Do you know what it's going to say to your mistakes? It's going to tell the mistake you are neutralized. Your power is finished. The mistake is over. Jesus said that which is born of the spirit is spirit. Somebody here you are going to be give birth to a new life. It will be born of the spirit. It will be born of the spirit. And it will be a spiritual life. It's going to be born again. 
This blood is going to shout at the judgment angels and at demons that want to come and judge you and implement death and judgment, sickness and disease. This blood is going to cry at them and say, get back, get back, get back. It's going to cry at a car which is coming to kill you. It's going to cry, get back. Not here, go back. This is going to block works of darkness against you. Sudden wickedness. Demonic surprises. It's going to shout at it and say, no, 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 no. When the angel says, when I see the blood, I will pass over. Because the blood will cry. The blood of Jesus will cry. Say, it's my child. It's my child. Don't touch him. Don't dare. Don't try. It's my child. He is my child. She's my daughter. Don't even try. This blood is going to tell the demon that has come with a sword to pierce your breast with cancer. It's going to say, go back. Go back to hell from where you came. Get back. No more. No more. This blood is going to speak for you. It's going to say, she's forgiven. He's forgiven. He's mine. He's mine. May you be covered eternally by this blood. May you be healed because of this blood. May you be protected because of this blood. May your finances be covered because of this blood. The blood of Jesus. stretched out your hand to hold something but you didn't hold it well and it slipped out but that says the Lord that which seemed to have escaped from your hand I have brought it back to you you put your leg forward you thought you were stepping on a solid ground but you, your foot ended up in water that says the Lord, I have turned the water into dry ground for you. You step forward thinking you were going forward, but you found yourself going backward. Receive the grace for that which seemed to be taking you backward has ended up turning around and taking you further forward than you could ever imagine. Whatever you could not do for yourself, may God do it for you now in Jesus' name. Whatever help you could not galvanize and organize for yourself, may your life receive the blessing of the Father. And may God do for you what you cannot do for yourself. In the name of Jesus, let me hear your loudest amen. Your feet are taken out of the miry clay and placed upon a rock to stay. May you be permanent. Receive permanence. 
receive permanence, receive stability, receive grace from the Father above. Let me hear your loudest amen. Now may the Lord make his face to shine on you. Whoever's face is not shining on you, may the Lord himself make his face to shine beautifully on you. Receive the favor of the Lord this week. Receive the grace of God this week. May your enemies bow to you this week. Be fruitful this week. Multiply this week. Increase this week. Be blessed this week. Go forward this week. Advance this week. Be healed this week. Be blessed this week. Go higher this week. Step forward this week. Stand up this week. Be strong this week. Be helped this week. Be healed this week. Be delivered this week. In the name of Jesus. May you receive good news from far. And may people receive good news about you. In the name of Jesus Christ. Father, I stretch forth my hand and I pray for your children, Lord. Bless every child, Lord. Let each child be an anointed child. A blessed child. Advance them mightily. Advance them mightily. Though they be young, let them be mighty and great. Mighty and great and strong. Bless them, Lord. According to the blessing of the Lord. In Jesus' name. And everyone shouted, Amen. God bless you. Take your offering as we come to the end of the service. Take your tithes and your offerings. Take your tithes and your offerings. If you have your tithes, let's pray. Father, thank you as we give our tithes today in Jesus' name. Amen. If you have your tithes, come to the front and put it in very quickly. We always bring our tithes to the front. Tithes or maybe even a special offering, also bring it to the front. If you have your tithes or maybe something special the Lord has done for you. If you have an especially large amount of offering to give, sometimes you should rather see the pastors write it in the form of a check or give it in another way. Just to be sure there's no mix-up or no stealing of any sort. Amen. Amen. If you have your tithes, come to the front very quickly. Walk faster, please. God is blessing you. It's impossible for you to be poor in Jesus' name. I said it is impossible for you to be poor. God is blessing you every day in the name of Jesus. Okay, take your offering out. How many realize that we need money to expand? Can you feel the need to expand? By the way, by the way, by the way, I saw that in France, in Paris, the temperature was 44 degrees. 44. And they are experiencing a heat wave. So we have been feeling hot here. And some of you have been thinking that the church is too hot and so on. It's not only here. You see? The highest temperature in 50 years. Yeah. 
So it's not a small thing. So don't, don't say that it's too hot. It's not bad. You get it? Lift up your offering. Let me pray over it. Oh, me who offering? Please. Lift the offering high. Let us. Father, we thank you as we give this offering in Jesus' name. Amen. Now take out your coins offering, your boosters. Something extra to add to the offering. Especially those on the front. You are near the anointing, so you must give more. Come on and give it. Give it. Lift it up. Father, thank you for the offering. Now lift your booster with your left hand. So lift it two up. Father, thank you that the sky we see over there, where we see planes landing, we will also be in some of those planes that are landing and taken up by this offering today. In Jesus' name, amen. Receive it. You are going, to, you are traveling to places. Come on and give. When is Swollen Sunday coming up again? After Mountain of the Lord. Hey, we have been on holiday for a long time. Other churches are trying to catch up with us. They are doing Swollen Sundays all over the place. Huh? They don't want to join us, but they are doing their own Swollen Sundays. Hey! We are going to do other things. You wait, you watch and see. It's powerful. Tell the person next to you, next, next to you, listen, how many don't have podcasts? Raise your hand. I'm going to give it to you. You don't have podcasts on your phone. You don't have podcasts. Raise your hand, please. It's free. By the way, it's free. Oh, it's not something I'm going to charge you. Raise your hand. Raise your hand. Raise your hand. You don't have podcasts. I need your hands up so that I know how many people I'm meeting. All podcasts, podcasts, raise your hand. You don't have podcasts, please. Very important. How many don't have it? All on this side, beautiful. On this side, up there, far away, raise your hand. Because I'm so far, I can't see your hand. Okay. As soon as we close, okay, normally I go to talk to those who have come for the first time, but I won't go to them today. I'm rather coming to the podcast Connection Fellowship Center. Amen. So all of you who raise your hand, you don't have the podcast, you don't know what it is, how it is, you don't even know what it is. Come to this side here and everybody should be there and I'm coming myself. If you don't see me, don't go home. I'll come myself. Some people will come to talk to you, but I will also come. If you don't see me, don't go home, I beg you. How many don't have podcasts will be happy to see me after the service? This side, nobody is minding me here. Oh, how about this side? You all have podcasts. How many don't have? You don't have, but you want to have. Very good, very good, very good. Come, even if you don't have a phone, anything, come and pray for you. You get a good phone. Amen. Amen. Once you have a phone, come. How many don't have a phone? You don't have a phone. Tell the truth and shame the devil. You don't have a phone. Your yam will soon be converted. Don't worry. God is going to give you a good phone so that you do good things with it. And the first 
good thing for your phone is the podcast. The podcast from church. When you, when you are going to use your phone for a podcast, God will give you a good phone. Okay? Do you believe it? Yes. So as soon as we close, podcast, everybody who wants podcasts and doesn't have come to the podcast for now. Let's welcome um, Madam X or Cadella. Which one is it going to be? All right. All right. Hi. As for bowing, but about too late. Amen. If today is your first time worshiping with us, today is your first time in the First Love Church. Today is your first experience. We are so blessed to have you worship with us. Please rise to your feet so we welcome you. Today is your first time in the First Love Church. No Please rise to your feet so we welcome you. That we desire. No, there's no greater love that we could ever know. Blessed Jesus, you are my first love. to you and there's no other love that we desire oh no there's no great love that we could ever know blessed jesus you are my first love there is no other love that can compare if today's your first time so blessed to have you worship with us. Please, after the service, don't be in a hurry to leave. To my extreme left, that says Salvation Corner. Please head towards the Salvation Corner. We have a gift from our prophets for you, only in the First Love Church. Please take your seats. Wedding bells, wedding bells, wedding bells. Pastor Wisdom Bay, our missionary in Gulu, Uganda, is getting married to Patience Giddy Glow of Healing Jesus Mission International. Please push your hands together for them as they come up. Oh, I don't feel first lovers. He's a missionary in Gulu, Uganda. He's getting married on the 13th of July. Oh, Patience is right here. Please push your hands together for her. Getting married on the 13th of July. Venue Lighthouse Chapel International, Ho Apache. The time is 12 noon. If you have any just cause why they should not be joined together, please say so now or forever hold your peace. They are going to give us their practice case. Granting a 
our pastor in UDS Tamale Church is getting married to Lady Pastor Priscilla Nakantima Danfa of the Telepastors Ministry. The date is this Saturday, 6th July. The venue, the Wedding Chapel First Love Center. The time, 1 p.m. If you have any just cause why they should not be married, please say so now or forever hold your peace. Priscilla, no practice case. For three weeks, no practice case as well. Amen. Wow, how many of you have been blessed by the prophetic encounter service? Thank you so much, prophets. Every time we come to the prophetic encounter service, we are becoming better people. We are becoming very spiritual. Thank you so much for an experience. It's an amazing experience, and we do not take it for granted. Hold your neighbor's hand. Let's share the grace. share the grace the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ the love of God the communion remains ladies and gentlemen let's welcome the dancing stars Coming the dancing stars, but the award-winning dancing stars, the spiders. Oh, make some more noise for the spiders as they come up. Leave us alone. Hey. Ah. Leave us alone. Hey. 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 Help us, Lord.
lift you up. When you fail, he'll forgive you. When you're weak, he's strong. When you're lost, he's your way. When you're afraid, he's your courage. When you stumble, he will steady you. When you're hurt, he's going to heal you. When you're broken, he will mend you. When you're blind, he will lead you. When you're hungry, he will feed you. When you face trials, he's with you. And when we face death, he will carry us all home to meet you.
lashes. Take it, Dasko. Eh, you don't respect me. Groups and moves. Excuse me. Stratos. Why are you running? Why are you running? Why? 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 Why are you running? Game eventually. This is our home. We are anointed. Remember this name.
this is our goal. We are anointing. Remember this name. Spider! This is our goal. We are anointing. share the grace, the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, the communion, fellowship, contribution, participation of the Holy Ghost, the 25,000 children, which includes all the important people for my life, and the first love. 
of the Holy Spirit. Be with us now and forevermore. Amen. God bless you.